Listener Production. Like a milkman from the olden days, delivering milk to your place at 5am every morning. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh my God, Alex Dyson. Mm-hmm. Looking at teenvogue.com, right? There's an article here. What are you on teenvogue.com for? Oh, look, I wasn't reading Teen Vogue, but I was, I've typed in first dates on Google and this is the first article that came up. And yep. the article headline is, 85 first date ideas you'll actually find fun. Oh! 85. Gee, that's a lot of dates. What, in, in this economy? Stuff like this. Take a trapeze class. Oh, what intern is just <laughs> typing rubbish like this up? Honestly. That's it. That's why you don't turn to... When you need date ideas, you do not turn to Teen Vogue. You turn to uh, Alex the Rat Dog Dyson because I've got a, I've got a question later on that's going to be attending to that as part of Ask Alex Matt O'Kine. So I'll tell you some good ones. Um, you already heard them. What do you reckon? Actually, you did reveal some of your date ideas just before and I have to say they were pretty darn good. I was very impressed. Well, you want to keep listening then. And I'll also tell you one, one to avoid that, that I did myself and I'll tell you... Tell you about that later Ooh. on as well. So keep listening. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Matt, do you know the song, Thank God I'm a Country Boy? Um, Yeah, that was it. Can you sing it? I mean, I just did. <laughs> I thought that, that was doesn't enough. It, doesn't it go... No, that's doesn't go like that. No, that's Eiffel sixty five. That's blue abadie abadie. Well, they they sound like the same thing when you sing it. As if you can't tell the difference between and. I'm blue, Bobby Lee, Bobby Die, and Bobby What I can tell you is that the same songwriter applied their craft to the, both of those songs. There's a lot of Dubin and Deben and Dalbins. What about my friend, the Witch Doctor? What about them? My friend, I don't know, you're still doctor, hanging out. He with told them. me what to say. Boo, 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 my friend, the Witch Doctor, he told me what to do. No, I said you what I said to you, I sing it. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, bing, bang. What's the best boopy doopy doopy song in in the world? Is we it haven't Scat even started Man? the scat. Yeah, we haven't started the scat, and the scat is really up there. Go on. How does the scat man go again? Yeah, I'm the scat, scat man. man. Yep. Mm. Because you've also got. No, nah, that's only the a cappella version of it, though. It's not the legit real Right, bang. you need some actually boopies, the boopy doopy doos. <laughs> yeah. So uh, why on earth, what is the, why are you bringing this up? How does the hamster dance go again? Bron, can you weigh, on, weigh in on this? How does the hamster dance go? I know how Crazy Frog goes. The craziest thing about the, the Crazy Frog was... Well, actually, there's two crazy things about the crazy frog. One was his amphibian penis was there for all to see. <laughs> Why they decided to do that, I still do not know. The other one was there was just that interlude where he just like pretended to be a motorbike for about 30 to 40 seconds in a song. 
know what I mean? And that was a song that was on the charts. Also, do you know why the frog was so crazy? Why? Because I don't think frogs have a penis. What do they use instead? They, their sperm is ejected from their cloaca. Oh, I got a frog cloaca. So, I mean, the fact that Crazy Frog had a... No, I, don't, I think... I don't know if the Crazy Frog did have a penis. Is it a big belly button? What a, f- a floppy belly button. Well, I mean, it's... it's, I it's well, I tell you, whatever it was, it occasionally got blurred out. So I'm not sure if you're blurring out a belly button. No, that's right, because he's actually already got a... Um, a belly button. Crazy Frog has a belly button. And he was wearing like, it wasn't it like an old school, like Air Force helmet and glasses? Yes. And a little jacket, a military style jacket. I mean, that, that, that frog has seen some shit. (laughs) Yeah. Right. He was storming the beaches at Normandy. Imagine that on D-Day. You think, no, nah, we've got Europe nice and secure here. <laughs> then suddenly, <laughs> now I'm feeling like the crazy frog right now because I still have no idea why you were bringing up, thank God I'm a country boy. Matt, occasionally someone can get a song in their head randomly. Why does there have to be a reason behind it? Are you, are you genuinely telling me that you just, you came, you just thought of that and thought, oh, let's chat while you're dressed like this. What am I Because if like? anyone can't even see you right now. <laughs> what am I dressed like, Matt? You've got your bright white with a single black tick mm. hoodie yeah. on. The hoodie's up and over your head. You've got the shades on inside. It's on okay. inside. Deal with it. Sunny's on inside. What is the purpose of these shenanigans? Now you're talking about, thank God Matt. I'm a country boy. You couldn't look further from a country boy. You should be singing, thank God I'm an SJ. <laughs> Listen. I live in Melbourne, all right? I was outside, beautiful and sunny, absolutely freezing. That's why I'm wearing a hoodie, hood up, with sunnies on, all right? Sorry if that had to come into the studio because I like telling Bron to put the studio temperature on 16 degrees because I hate getting sweaty pits when I'm doing a pod. Well, I'm the opposite because I'm living in Brisbane, rode my bike in, I'm feeling the sweat, walked into the bathroom in the office, there's a can of deodorant there for people, which is with a sign that says, please... Remember to give your pits a spray because it's always yeah. so damn hot in this city. It's one of those signs that you know something's happened in a restaurant the other day. <laughs> sign in the toilet. Please do not flush. Had like, you know, sanitary items and vapes. Like, you know, someone's flushed a vape in here, mate. <laughs> Someone has chucked their vape in the dunny. Mate. Clogged up the we have got. Can I say, uh, th- this vape, this vape thing is taking over like the country. I don't know a single 35-year-old, 30-something-year-old, right? I swear so many of the people I know really? who, who haven't smoked a cigarette in years are now buying the vape every weekend and they're like, oh, better throw it out. Sunday, what do you think happens <laughs> next Friday? Bloody vape o'clock. Really? Yeah, every single time. So TGIF, because you can V. Man, it's killing me. So I'm like, part of me is going like, am I missing out on something? And the other part of me is going, no, how could you Mm. all be, get yourself into this again? We already did it. We already evaded it all when we were 19. We've already done it. You you don't do it from go round two. And you know what I think in these situations, Matt, where people go into these vape shops 24 seven in the big city. You know what I think Mm. there? 
I think. Thank God I'm a country boy. Now it's time to... Can you hear me, Alex? Alex, can I ask you a question? It's called Ask Alex. Yes, that's right. Every now and again, I dust off the degree that I received at the University of Life when I somehow got the call up to be the Girlfriend Magazine guidance counsellor, giving people all the tips required in uh, guy romance and love. So um, we always welcome your questions here at All Day Breakfast so I can get my um, love guru Fez on and tell you exactly what uh, you're doing right or you're doing wrong. Well, I saw that Zan Rowe, I think, got like an honorary doctorate at RMIT. What? Do you see that? Uh, she's been accepted as part, I think. I mean, don't don't quote me, but she posted something on Instagram being like, you know, honorary doctorate at their RMIT. Back at the old uni. How about that in radio? Because RMIT is where Sin Radio was. A lot of radio alum come out of that little joint. Maybe you could become like an honorary doctorate in, you know, guidance counseling. Relationship love and love advice. Yeah. Like, like you could, I could be love MD. <laughs> yes. I reckon you should go for it. Damn. All right. Well, I'll look into that. See if my old uni, um, can throw you a freaking bone. Although given they wouldn't give me my first semester results back cause I had a library fine cause I put the book on the shelf and then didn't scan it back in. Uh, I don't even know if, know if I want That's ugly. One. Um, um, all right. We've we got, got your questions coming in. Let's have a listen to this one. <clears throat> this is from Anonymous, by the way. Hey, Alex. I'm in a dating phase at the moment. Loving going out and meeting new people all the time. Only problem is I'm running out of date ideas. I don't want to keep doing the same thing all the time. I'm getting major deja vu and all these dates are blurring into one. Can you share some of your favorite date activities? Both cheap and expensive. I varied how much I spend compared on how much I'm into them. Probably a little mean, but it's true. Thank you very much, Anon. Look, I can. I mean, I can't really give you expensive date ideas because that's not in my repertoire. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess the most expensive uh, is like go to oh, an expensive really, place for dinner. You really treat them, don't you, Dyson? Yeah, know how to treat them. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, you're right. You just don't want to get that deja vu. You don't want to say it on a, like a second date. Oh, you know how we were talking? I told you last time about this and they're like, no. And you're like, oh, that was a different date I was on. <laughs> so just be very wary and get those things. But I think some of the, some of the best date I, I'll tell you about one date that I went on that was really great. Okay. It was around December trying to figure out a time for a date. Everyone's busy. All right. That time he works wrapping up. You got your work drinks. You got your bloody, um, family Christmases happening. There's, there's all heaps of stuff going on. So it's very difficult to find time for a date. You know what we did for a date? What? Went and bought our family members Christmas presents. And Hey, that's pretty good. The great thing about that is you got something to do. You got your eyes looking at it. You can look at people's opinions on stuff and you learn so much about them and their family on that date that I think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. And it's not very expensive other than you're buying gifts that you would be buying anyway. So I recommend going and do that. That's sort of an errands date. I guess if it's not Christmas time, you could go out and say, hey, do you want to come and buy some hot cross buns with me or something like that? I don't know. Choose hey, your own you holiday. Wanna, here's a date. Come to the supermarket with me and let's do our weekly shopping together. 
Hey, you'd learn a lot. You'd learn about a lot about a person. Um, so there's that one. Uh, another one, get a Saturday day date, all right? Go mm. get a coffee near a park and hit house inspections near you, all right? Free, totally wow. free. You might have to pay for a phone call on a Monday from a real estate agent, which is, you know, a bit annoying. But wandering, Thursday newsletters you talk for about, the next five years. You talk about your five-year <laughs> plans. Talk about what you like. Why do you like the ensuite? What do you like about this? Gets to learn a lot about a person. And then it's also fun when they go, oh, so it's the house for both of you. And you could go, um. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Maybe. Maybe um, one day. A little bit of uh, fun Gee, and humor and, uh, and uh, levity in those situations as, as well. Bron, can you weigh in here? What do you think about Alex's date ideas? These are way too personal for a first <laughs> date. I'm, I don't know about that. I don't want to disrespect the um the authority on Wait, this. Wait, where's anything about first dates here? It doesn't have to be a first date. Oh, yeah. It's true. True. Um, Another one. I, like, I still think the concept is good. I think I communicated it poorly, all right? I went mm. on, a, on a date oh, last year, started this year, where... When you're just sort of chatting, we're talking about going dancing or something like that. I thought that'd be quite funny, you know, good dance. And I thought, how about a dance class? So I found a dance class, right? Thought that'd be funny for a first date. Okay. I get to the date. I'm dressed in somewhat, in clothes, somewhat attuned to a dance class. My date is not. And I think, I don't think I fully explained how, <laughs> what was going to happen. Oh no. And you, cause I've seen you do the Zumba, the Zumba. Yeah. And I mean, you, you go all out. You had, did you have like the fluoros on the headband, like aerobic style no, stuff? No, just a, just a bit of that Lululemon. Um, yeah. but we had dinner and then went down, walked down to the class. It was, it was, we were the only two there except for one other guy who was bald with a ponytail. How is that even possible? Euro, <laughs> you know, bald on top, ponytail around the side. Oh yeah. My hero. And it was this like. Euro dance sort of thing and the um, instructor was doing it and my date was like, oh, I might just sit and watch, thanks. No! And so so it was just me. No! (laughs) In the Ah! room with this other guy and the guy going, all right, up and then arm out, then up and then uh, then flip down and then up and um, yeah, I was sort of just making eyes with the date in the mirror and she was just like visibly uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, but because my elbow oh dislocated my about a, you know, a week or two before, I still had a brace on. And I said to the host after about five minutes, like, oh, I think my arm's a bit sore. I might have to call it there. So he's like, oh, that's okay. So we left. <laughs> uh, so you left early. So, so I left person. early. Like I didn't subject her to a full hour of watching me dance. Oh, Fortunately, God. I've got some self-awareness in that. But it was like, oh, let's just go get a drink somewhere. We walked out first bar we walk into. We walk through the threshold of the door. Everyone turns their heads. They're doing a flamenco class in the bar. (laughs) (laughs) And it was actually one of the funniest moments. And we both laughed and it was a a good icebreaker from from then on. So look, you can do some fun things, but just if you're going to do it, communicate clearly that this is what's happening. So they can say no, or just get themselves prepared for the ensuing action. But doing silly things, you know. Get gains momentum. So did you see her again? I did, actually. Uh, the South Melbourne markets. And I'm pretty sure she was on a date with someone else. Um, <laughs> I said hello. She acted awkward. And then went and had some like fried rice with another man. So. <laughs> and now you were the one who got to sit by and watch uncomfortably. <laughs>
Yeah. Please tell me it was the guy, the bald guy with the ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> His moves were better than mine. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest about that. <laughs> I can't believe that our uh, question anonymous didn't um, tag, like, coin the phrase date vu. Date vu. When you keep doing the same <gasps> date over and over again, that's that a bit sounds of date like vu. That's like something something Bron would come in and say in the news recently. There's been date vu, and it's a TikTok that someone's done. So maybe we need to do that, Matt, and talk about date yeah. vu. Hi guys, um, <laughs> this is just something that millennials won't know about it's called date vu. <laughs> oh, the multiple dates. But what about you, Matt? You, you would have you would have wined and dined and <laughs> wined and dined and got declined. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> I've got a couple of opinions about this. Yeah. Okay. Rule number one, public transport should be incorporated. All right. Oh, on, on the big, date. Big, big public transport Not I'll advocate. pick you up at eight in a no. car. No. No. I mean, if the city's good for it, you go somewhere. You travel between destinations with public transport. Yep. All right. Um, second one. Wait, that's the date. No. <laughs> You know what'd be cool is like say, hey, let's backseat bandit it around the around the joint. Yeah, let's ca- let's catch the free city circle bus and sit yeah. on the back and tag like, each other's names with texters. Maybe a first date you wouldn't want to just ride the bus to the very end of the line out in the bloody sticks with someone. I tell you what you can do though is ride the ferry out to the end of the line. True. Bloody ferry trip. That's a good one. Forget, you know, there's all these fancy pants lawyers and that on the harbour in their boats on the weekends. Catch a free City of Sydney ferry to Manly. There's your date right there. All right, date idea as well. Okay, this is what, this happened to me on a on a Tinder date one time, years ago, yep. right? Everyone's unsure of where to eat. You don't know. It's like, oh, what to suggest? This is what the, the girl said to me. Shout out to Maddie. Said, righto, give me... Eight directions. So you got to be in a car here. Give me yeah. eight directions in a row. So left, right, straight, right, left, 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 straight. Wherever we end up from that is where we're going to go for go for dinner. Oh and then God. you end up at a place that could be either good or bad, but it's the experience. Your life is so much more interesting than mine. <laughs> I mean, what is going on here? This dating world, has everything changed in the last 10 years? Well, there's a couple of ideas for you. Um, Yeah, Matt and Alex, the absolute love gurus, do your shopping with them and ride public (laughs) transport. transport. (laughs) Just like... (laughs) No, no. Do you know what the important thing about this is? It's that you don't be anyone but yourself on the date. That's the main thing. All right. Now, here's the thing. Oh, I want to do something interesting for my date. Hey, let's go rock climbing. Bad, bad idea. Because mm. unless you go rock climbing, buddy, every week of your life, then that when that honeymoon period's over and there's no rocks to be seen, tell you what, there won't be a bloody rock on your finger. <laughs> All right? Because <laughs> you're not, it's not the same anymore. You know what I'm saying? You've got to be who you are. Whoever you are in real life, you've got to mm. be that person on the date. That's not just personality, but it's the things that you like. All right. Another date idea. Indoor picnic. Put out a picnic rug on the floor in your house because you've got everything close. You don't need to pack a bag. You can wash it very easily, but it's also quite cute. and um, oh, It's too much. Too much? Indoor picnic. It's literally less effort <laughs> than an actual picnic. It's too romantic. You know what I mean? It's a date, isn't it? 
<laughs> yeah. Sorry, scratch that. No indoor picnic. Ride a bus together. Uh, if you want to get romance out of it, yeah, just take that matter kind route. There we go. Yeah. Indoor yeah. picnic. Just, just know that the, the number 428 to bloody Haberfield is the only route you'll be getting that day. <laughs> Well, Matt, it wasn't too long ago that we met the LMIA, loosest man in Australia. His name is Heath. He is from Tasmania and he got a tattoo on his leg uh, of DZ Death Rays in order to get into one of their shows and um, unlocked one of the most overlooked life hacks you could see in the world. And that's people could give you things if you tattoo their brand on you. Yeah, that's right. And we've, we know a lot of people in a lot of high places. And so we thought, well, let's see if Heath would be willing to um, get some freebies via means of tattoo. There's no, no such thing as a free lunch. So the, what his payment will be is getting his mate to permanently um, stain his skin. But could it be worth it? We, we cross to him now to see whether it is. G'day again, Heath. Hey, mate. How are you? Good, man. We're good, but we do also need to remind you, Heath, um, that, you know, we are merely agents of gift giving right now, um, and we have no part to play in your decision about whether you should get a tattoo or not, okay? This, this, this decision has to be entirely up to you. We do not want you to feel pressured in any single way, shape, or form. Yeah, mate, it's all self-inflicted. That's it. You, you, you don't seem like someone who'd, who'd fold to peer pressure easily. Heath, have you had any experience over the years of um, people, you know, egging you on to do something? Um, yeah, yeah, I reckon I, I have found myself in that situation before. But, um, Go on. <laughs> oh, no, nah, I definitely shouldn't say what I was about to say. It might not be good for radio. <laughs> You're not live on radio here. It is a podcast. Matt and I can decide whether it is appropriate. We even have lawyers who can help decide. So <laughs> I'd encourage you to just say it and we can get rid of it if you need. We can also just beep over it so the, mm. the listener doesn't even hear it. <laughs> I'm... I'm definitely not going to say what no. I was going to say. <laughs> okay. All right. It must be pretty bad. So we're not going to pressure you into saying it because we could maybe peer pressure maybe you to talk about peer pressure. Heath. We're not going to do it, Heath. Yeah, exactly. The old Heath would have put in for it, but <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, but definitely better not tell that yarn. <laughs> I am truly concerned for yours and other people's yeah. safety. Well, Heath, since trust when did me. the loosest man in Australia have standards? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I think I think you've just saved us our jobs, so yeah. thank you. Yeah, it would have been a long beat. Yeah, look, not a problem, mate. Now, we gave you a shopping list earlier on. We gave you your first three items that you could have a have a think about, like Peking Duck, the incredible Australia award-winning uh, Australian act, confirmed that if you want to go to the next Tassie show, little Peking Duck tattoo will get you in for free. Tradie Undies have chucked up a heap of merch, which include a VB-branded underwear, Bundy Undies for Bundaberg. Undies there, tradie body spray, and a slab of tradie beer for a little tradie tattoo, which you, I think you suggested at the time, you could just get a full set of tradie undies 
tattooed on you as if you were wearing <laughs> undies at all times. Which <laughs> you might be able to get even more out of trading for that uh, big one, Heath. But the other one was a Kogan surprise gift pack as well. If you got Kogan on the body as well. But Matt, we've been, you know, we didn't want to leave you with just the, the three options. So we've gone back to the well and we're happy to reveal a few more items on this uh this tattoo shopping list. Yeah, that's right. We're not just uh, taking you down to a single little uh, market here. We're taking you to the to the behemoth shopping center of your delight. Uh, we have got for you a couple more options. Aussie disposals. You like your camping gear, your working clothing, and your military attire? Yeah, I love military stuff. Okay, well, <laughs> do you actually? <laughs> <laughs> oh, every, every boy does. Okay, well. I, I like I like trains, of course. I like military. <laughs> That's true. You do like trains. How's the train set going under your mum's house right now? <laughs> I'm literally sitting in front of it. <laughs> oh, All right, good to well, know you're I'm dedicated. Sure you pick up some, um, some new stuff with your $100 Aussie disposals voucher. Oh, my God. Hey, Heath, I just had an idea. If you're willing to tattoo yourself in a pair of undies, like tattoo a pair of undies on you, Imagine tattooing tattooing your whole body in camouflage gear. You'll literally never be seen again. <laughs> so that that could be one thing. Uh, Urban Alley <laughs> has suggested that they might be able to offer you a case of their brand new beers. Mm -hmm. uh, if you like the Urban uh, Urban Alley Brewery situated uh, Docklands in Melbourne, you a golfer, Heath? Yeah, I've. Um... If there's beers involved, or I've found myself playing a bit of golf. All right. Ooh. Well, you could. I guess if you take up Urban Alley, you could get your slab of beer. And if you take up TaylorMade, you could be getting a hundred dollar TaylorMade golf voucher as well, my friend. <laughs> okay, so uh, you get a hole in oh, one. How about this tattoo sushi train? Just roll. Speaking no. of trains, this is this is just a this is a just rolling. Uh, uh, cavalcade of goodies here and Matt you've got a got a final one here which is pretty incredible here Heath yeah that's right uh if you want to tattoo the words pan pacific onto you then you'll be able to stay one night at the pan pacific hotel at south bank in melbourne with it's accommodation for two with breakfast now i know you live in tassie flights aren't included in this one but if you did want to go to melbourne and have a, a night at the uh, the incredible pan pacific in south bank that would be there for free, apart from the tattoo you got of their brand on your body. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, what do you reckon? Have we delivered? Heath, have we delivered? Yeah. Yeah, that's a delivery. Again, you don't have to make any decisions here, but let's just talk through what could be, you know, appealing to you out of all these. Um, I'm actually, I like all of them. Mm. I, mm. Can, can I just get all of them? Okay, so... <laughs> I mean, nothing's stopping you. There is one thing I need to say that the lawyers here have told me to say, and that is if you are considering getting a tattoo, make sure you consider all the risks. But I have seen a photo of your thigh, Heath, and currently you've got a stick <laughs> yeah. figure tattoo saying, have a nice show, Simon, which is the DZ death rays. You then have the cheat code for GTA. If you did get all seven of these tattoos on you, you would be going to a Peking duck gig. You'd have tradie undies, beer and undies. You'd have a Kogan surprise pack. You'd have the $100 voucher to Aussie Disposals. You'd have a slab of beer from Urban Alley. You'd have a tailor-made $100 golf voucher, and you could be staying a night at the Pan Pacific in Melbourne. And you'd have a pretty tender thigh. Because <laughs> that's a lot well, of work, Heath. Well, you don't have to put it all on your thigh. You could, you could, you know, yeah. you could spread yeah. it out across the board.
Hey. There's lots of different places I can put it. <laughs> <laughs> I both Not loved a... and hated the way you said that, Heath. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, As the nation shudders, let's... Um, <laughs> Let's remind you that you don't have to make any decisions right now. We're going to leave it with you, and yep. maybe we'll come back to you one last time. We send you that in writing. Yeah, no, that sounds good. I'll um, I'll have a think about it, but I'm pretty sure I've already made my mind up. All right. Oh, well, brilliant stuff. To hearing what that is, and uh, we will talk to you <laughs> soon, Heath. All right, sounds good. That brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you had a good one, and we'll catch you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.